0: Four, three, two, one. Cue music. Good morning, my neighbors.
1: Hey, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Fuck you too.
2: Welcome to Be Kind, Let's Rewind, the nostalgia podcast no one asked for, with
0: your hosts, Chris, Leaf, and Shadwick. Shadwick, <laughs> do <laughs> you ever think that you're the weird guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. no uh-huh. It's not, Lois. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Be Kind. Let's rewind. This week we
2: are just,
3: yeah, we were recording? We're covering
0: coming <laughs> to America. <laughs> behind the scene footage from Shadwick coming soon. Absolutely, seventeen. Ofe- yeah, hopefully not too far behind the scenes. Anyway, we're doing a coming to America today. So, uh, guys, how's everything been going? How's the week been treating you? Leafs start off with you, man
2: man just working non-stop got sick uh recovered so that i could work more but other than that fantastic we're rolling into this new year we're rolling nice. we're
1: rolling
0: Shadwick how's uh got, got the bum shoulder right buddy
3: yeah man i i don't know it's it's been coming on for several months now and it finally just took its toll I, i've seen uh, three doctors in two days trying to figure out what's going on uh, one says it's uh instability in my shoulder one says it's a pinched nerve in my neck one said i don't know what the other guy say <laughs> so <laughs> so, for, so for 3 days i've i've just been orbiting saturn with all the pain pills pills are
1: good pills are good, pills are good. Pills are
0: good.
3: Pills are good. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I just don't—I don't want to stop. I—I I can stop if I want to. I don't want to. Stop. <laughs> I don't want
0: to stop. Yeah, he's like, man, my shoulder's bad, and he's like, how bad is it? And he's like, it's so bad. If you don't fix it, you know, that you're probably gonna have a to, to bum shoulder for the rest of your life. Well, that's not funny. Well, is it, he's a doctor. He's, he's not a comedian. One doctor actually.
2: <laughs> one doctor actually copied the other doctor's homework. Just <laughs> <He's laughs> looking over the shoulder, over his shoulder for your diagnosis. One hundred
0: percent would be me if I was a doctor. That would be. Um, yeah. I will say this uh, to just kind of kick off and spark a little bit because I know uh, Dave Chappelle's a big uh, Eddie Murphy fan. So I watched a uh, there's a little documentary on Vice TV, which they usually have pretty good pro wrestling stuff. Uh, but it was on the, it's called, the series is called The Nine Lives. Basically, it's like all these people that have tried to, that have been canceled or try to be canceled or whatever. And they did an episode on Dave Chappelle and it fucking infuriated me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, man, the, this, this, <laughs> this, this fucking, this, we're not good at, again, we don't do politics, we don't do that shit on here, but we are passionate about comedy and comedy as Trey Parker, Matt Stone said a long time ago, Eddie Murphy fucking said it, Dave Chappelle said it. Either it's all okay or none of it's okay. You start drawing lines, uh, then you start actually alienating people and stuff. But, yeah, this documentary was just, uh, it. yeah, it pissed me off pretty bad. Because, I mean, like, all the interviews I've seen with Dave, all the stuff he's given back to the community, like, I know some people. He came to town, and uh, there was a bartender that's uh, friends with uh, my brother-in-law, and he bartended, paid her, like, was like, oh, let me bartend. I just like to bartend. Like, paid her. And then like, you know, tipped her really well or whatever and just basically gave her the night off. And was like super nice. Like backstage for like yeah. a little party or whatever. Hmm. So I've just always heard awesome stories about him. So just want to say not that he would ever watch this. We're not even in the same fucking universe as Dave Chappelle. But uh dude one it's of our, our favorite favorites. Calendar, man. Yeah, one of our fa- one of my favorites and probably the greatest stand up comedian of all time.
3: Well you say that, but I have in fact at one point in my life, um, Ended my story with So I kicked her in the pussy <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, go, hey, watch, go watch those Netflix But happens. seriously like, I know you guys And probably a lot of our listeners Are just sick and tired Of the uh, The cancel culture You know Everybody's offended by everything And all I can say is Pound me too
0: <laughs> I just You know Look man I just We, we just want to have fun Laugh on here do some nostalgia probably half of this rant will be fucking edited out but look it is what it is hey we'll see but uh, I, mean, I, did, I was I didn't even, though is like
3: i didn't even hmm. realize that you were you were making a, a disclaimer about three white guys giving a review on a on a black <laughs> yeah. a black movie in Queens uh, yeah but, well but, but who better who better get your information from yeah exactly uh, three well, I mean, white guys from the southeast
0: leaf hey, leaf leaf you know leaf's got native american
2: uh, i was like i'm not entirely white dude yeah he's got but, ass, i mean yeah you know I, shabby I, I claim it i claim my white side on this podcast for the first time in my entire life just to fit in with you guys I'll, I'll embrace that's, my whiteness well, that's what well, that's, this podcast well, that, is all that's, about that's, that's, that's what your, we're all about yeah
3: that, that's your privilege <laughs>
2: <laughs> but i understand what you're saying because like comedy is like one of the sacred cows man like it it cannot be it's it's one of the ways you can speak safely truth to power. And you can't put you can't put caveats on it. You can't right. put restrictions on it. It's it's it should be unrestrained. And despite whatever your personal sensibilities are, I've been offended by comedians like yeah. plenty of times. You know what I mean? Look, not like life goes on. I'm OK. And then right?
0: I just don't watch them again.
2: And then I don't watch them again. And That's when someone fine. else watches them and they like it, I make fun of them. Yeah. And I shame them. Because, because Dane Cook is garbage. And everybody knows it. Everybody knew it then but nobody didn't want to say it.
0: We're listening to this. Look over. It's a, it's, a, it's a toilet. I'm over a toilet. My name's Dane Cook. I'm over here. Look at me. I talk like this the entire time. It's funny. It's a funny, it's funny rhythm. It's a toilet. Exactly. But he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. <Yeah>. Matt <laughs> <laughs> just to stare but anyway like I think too like also especially like in the 80s and even in the 90s mm-hmm. man comedy was a source uh, to bridge kind of taboo topics kind of yeah you know rip the bandaid off a little bit and then people can actually have like open dialogue about shit like hey this is that was funny but this is for real how I feel about this and they say this is how I feel and then you fucking move on but right Right. Anyway, we're a Nostalgia Podcast, and this, this whole thing may need to be redone, because everybody's going to be like, God damn it. And I'll be Good. like, shut up, Brenda. So, all right, guys, let's go <laughs> ahead and go into <laughs> our uh, damn it, Booze of the Week.
1: Booze of the Week.
0: Speaking yeah, of that, dude, yeah. Yeah, get out of the street. Yeah, Matt get Stevens singing street. that Booze of the Week, baby. Mm. Isn't it disgusting? I think he made, that thing, he made that clip in, like, fucking 30 minutes. From scratch, <laughs> I sent it's him just like perfect. an idea. I sent him an idea. I was like, I want something like this. And then thirty minutes later, he's like, Okay, hey, how about this? So I was like, What? How'd you do this? He was like, like I Yes. Stole it.
3: How'd you fucking do that?
0: How'd you fucking do that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> from a winter storage parking lot.
0: So I'm actually rocking a little bit of the crown Royale today. Ooh, oh my god, your
2: Majesty.
0: Well, well picked. I mean, it fits right. You know. So, well picked, dude. Uh, I've got some Dr Pepper. Zero, because I'm a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yes. uh, I hadn't had Crown and Dr. Pepper in so long. It's fucking good, man. And shout out to, I don't know if you guys can see, the Troll Tavern, troll? the glass I got okay. from, from mm-hmm. Helen, Georgia. Because we all know that you have to pay the troll toll if you want to get into the boy's soul.
2: You gotta pay the troll toll. If you want to get into that boy's hole, you gotta pay the troll toll to get in.
0: So... uh <laughs> It's so in Helen, Georgia, good little restaurant. You
3: went to Helen back.
0: Yeah, I did go to Helen back. <laughs> Leaf, what do you got down there, man? I saw a bottle pop up earlier.
2: Dude, in honor of uh, Shadwick's trip to outer space and his uh, imminent recovery, drinking a little bit of Elysian space dust. Uh, uh, it's an IPA, pretty high ABV for a beer.
3: and um, It's like 11%, right? It's
2: good. Uh, I don't think it's quite that high. Where the hell is it? I'll figure it out. You'll be able to tell. You'll, tell I'm me. You'll be able
3: to tell. In 30 minutes. Remember, yeah. remember uh, uh, Christy and I ran into you and Rachel at that pizza joint that night. And yes. I, and I bought you an Elysian, and it it was 11%. Yes, <laughs> and it was
2: really good. And I I I liked it okay, and, but you Rach, you impressed Rachel so much that she went and got more, and then like every batch of it, like just got better and better and better. And now, like, I, I love it. So, shout out to Shadwick. Thank you so much for nice. that. Throwing Sh- back to him,
0: Shadwick, we know that you have a handful of pills that you're mixing with alcohol today. So, mm-hmm. what alcohol
3: are you mixing said
0: pills with?
3: Well, so <laughs> so what you'll see allegedly. here, allegedly, what you'll see here is uh, Tropicana Island Punch, I think, uh-huh. mixed with. And I was going to do uh, some champagne, but yeah. these goddamn these goddamn kids are of drinking age now. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so I had to use the... The
0: kettle one.
3: It's family made.
0: It, it is. I, I, <laughs> that's a solid vodka. Sometimes when I'm really down on my luck, I just mix it with water and then just kiss my life goodbye. <laughs> so it's,
3: it's, <laughs> this, oh hellish, luck. <laughs> this hellish thing we call life. Yeah,
0: just try to fight my way through it. You know what I'm saying? So... We got, uh, let's go ahead and we'll head over to our topic, guys, because this is going to be a fun one. Good Uh, morning,
1: my neighbors! Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too!
0: (laughs) I'll fucking love that. Fuck you, too. This, coming to America, which actually was suggested by Shadwick, uh, I, I gotta be honest, man. I, I've watched it a few times, but I hadn't watched it in a very long time, and I went back and watched it, and it was so fucking funny, man. Like, yeah. such a good movie. Um,
3: it's another one where I can probably just run through uh, line you know, for line. 98% line for line. It's, it's great. Everyone in it is great. <coughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, God, shout out. You're going to hear yeah. me say this a lot during this fucking podcast. Dude, Arsenio Hall fucking love that dude i wish he had done more man like
3: dude uh, he he and eddie have got to team up again right uh, yeah well chemistry was
0: fucking outstanding man
2: yeah they that was just yeah his performances was were so underrated because this rocketed uh eddie murphy to being basically the star that he is Like, this is the movie that like it's still revered and you know and pined for by so many people i mean Um, led
0: uh, arsenio to his own show uh, it did, yeah,
2: him, but uh it's it's just I wish he had done more movie stuff like y'all said. You're right. Um,
0: well, let's go ahead. Awesome. And, let's go ahead and get into when do you guys first remember seeing this? I will say again with a lot of these old movies, uh cuz what did it come out in 85, 84? 88. 88. 88. Okay. So 88. I was 8 years old, so I was not being taken to the movie theater to see this. Mm-mm. Uh but I saw Mm-mm. it on like TV, you know, the censored version probably when in the 90s early 90s uh when i was a teenager or whatever um but again like just the the comedic value of it too like because my introduction to eddie murphy which is probably sad to say was like nutty professor well in living or uh saturn live like when i went back and started watching they started airing the old ones on uh comedy central you know mm-hmm. i saw them there but i think like the big ones were like you know nutty professor and dr doolittle and all that shit so like <laughs> which is a far cry from the genius that this is even though Professor professor's pretty fucking funny but uh yeah anyway so that's where i first leaf where did you
2: i also don't really remember seeing this like we were too young there is there is nudity in it which i just like i mm. i thought i hadn't seen this movie in like a decade or more but it turns out i we rachel and i actually watched it together Because she used to watch it as a kid, (laughs) and I was like, "Oh, you mean on TV, right?" Because that's where I used to see it all the time. And she was like, "No, my parents had the video." And I was like, "She comes from a really Christian conservative background, and like, that's hilarious." You guys watch this.
3: Was it like a cautionary tale for her? Like-,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the scenes were were quite spicy. Yeah, and of course, this is Eddie Murphy in his prom. We're talking about Eddie Murphy's stand up raw. Eddie Murphy, uh, like yeah.
0: uncensored, unhinged, un- like you ain't, got no, yeah. you ain't yeah. got no ice
3: cream. You ain't got no ice cream.
0: Also, have no ice You didn't get none.
3: You didn't get it, You didn't get none. So this.
0: Like just too much. Yeah, we'll, we'll get like deeper into it, but how how great of an idea? We'll get into the multiple characters, but <clears throat> you're playing the straight man, but then you're also playing the comic relief throughout the movie too because yeah. you're that fucking good. Like that's yeah. insane. So, all right, Shadow, where do you uh, you you became a big fan? And I'm really interested to see where this one grabbed hold of you.
3: I think this was probably an HBO thing for me. Okay, um, I I want to say. I, I would say that it was one of those deals where like i was homesick from school and caught it on hbo but i don't think hbo played r-rated movies during the day i think oh, i yeah. think they had like a like a 8 p.m i forgot cut time on that, that. yeah so, me too. so it's probably just you know it's probably a, a friday night hbo and it got it your
0: attention very early in this film uh with the titties so <laughs> no. so young Chadwick was like well hold on
3: <laughs> well, I, I mean that brings you right right to one of my my favorite things is uh, so the, the premise of the movie is uh, Eddie Murphy is Prince Akeem uh, from Zamunda mm-hmm. um, and they live in this giant palace on an island uh, the, the palace actually was a mansion in uh, California I
0: believe oh I didn't know that bel-air
3: yeah Yeah, bel-air but uh so it it opens up with it's his 21st birthday the uh the staff from the mansion they come in and uh like they they play like violins to like gently wake him up you know (laughs) and then it it starts showing like his his daily process and like everybody like everybody like they brush his teeth they wipe his ass what else do they do they bathe him, the so king. he's he's in his this giant jacuzzi, and there's this this uh, topless woman next to him, like rubbing him. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you see some bubbles, and this woman pops up, mm-hmm. and the royal Mude. penis is cleaned, <laughs> <laughs> and we have the money shot. But, but so that's like that's funny in itself. But then later, he's he's complaining to his dad, the king, <laughs> about how. He you know, he doesn't get to do anything for himself and he's right. going through that list and he he goes, Bathing. Actually I rather enjoy the bathing. <laughs> but well what's yeah. so funny to me is James Earl Jones, who plays his father, it's his like shitting grin. <laughs> grin. Yeah. It's like, he's like, yeah, me too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he says, he says, you have, he, I know you have sex with your, uh, do you have sex with your bathers? Yeah. Because I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> I,
3: yeah, like, like, he has, he just has that, like, oh, yeah, perfect love, smile. I you know?
0: James Earl Jones, man. So, um, let's and
3: just to, to his credit, one, one other line is, uh, when they're having, <laughs> when they're having the wedding at the first, um, that, that gets postponed um he's back there like talking to akeem and somebody one of the servants comes up and they're like uh sir the people are waiting and james earl jones with that booming voice is like
1: let them wait
3: i'm talking to my son (laughs) i know he's got (laughs) that king
0: man dude got that booming voice so he should
3: have been mufasa
0: yeah (laughs) he should have done everything (laughs) that he did he should be in uh sandline that'd be awesome Uh,
2: funny Um, story he actually got that role because of this movie they were like loosely connected yeah the roles for the lion king and the other and one of the other actresses i can't remember who plays um one of the female lions but she's from coming to america as well so they actually got they actually got those roles because of his his authority and kingly voice like they used him on the uh
3: so yeah, like, yeah, it, all, the, all the art was loosely based on Zamunda. You heard it here first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't fact check it. Just take it as, take it as is. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, the whole premise is, you know, then he goes, he's going to go sow his wild oats, So the king thinks in America, but he's mm-hmm. actually looking for love in America. So that's kind of the synopsis, and then hilarity ensues. He's looking
3: um, for love in all the wrong places. <laughs>
0: God, I don't know why you would leave, but I guess that's all he knew. He didn't want the rose petals anymore, man. He didn't want Dude, the rose petals. All you right. saw the girl he was about to
2: marry, though, bro. Like...
0: I mean, there wasn't exactly...
2: Was yeah, there
3: wasn't exactly a lot of conversation happening in that room. So. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been there.
0: It's, yeah, it's a microphone. For my work. Hello. Testing one, two, three. Is this thing on?
3: Hello. Hey, so put that away, right? Do you want to sing karaoke? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. every morning Shadwick woke up as a bachelor next to somebody else he was like yeah so can you leave
3: no man have you, have you never been in like a relationship where like the, the girl's pretty whatever but you just cannot carry on a conversation with her yeah Sorry.
0: I no, I never the hot ones never got to the relationship uh, part with me until I no, had uh, me neither expendable either. income then i was able to land my wife yeah. <laughs> and then and only then
2: were we able to reel that reel them in of course
0: with that bag absolutely so um <laughs> do you guys want to just run through the uh at least with the characters or the cast that we can get off the top of our head um yeah we'll, yeah we'll just go ahead and start like with with eddie murphy um Obviously kind of went on to do uh, amazing things. (laughs) A few things.
2: He he did a couple of things after this movie.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. a funny little side story is I just watched a, uh, I think it's on Paramount or, uh, yeah, I think it's on Paramount. But it's a documentary on Rick James. Uh, Rick James bitch, obviously. So, which is pretty cool. I didn't realize how talented that motherfucker was. But really cool documentary. Really good. But I didn't know he was the one that took Eddie in the studio. When Eddie recorded his little single, that was Rick James that took him no in. No way. Yep, was a producer, probably wrote the song for him or whatever, the party all the time, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Like, yep, that was Rick James. and uh, so We
2: know the Murphys were connected to, to Rick James thanks to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I know. Game.
0: Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Yeah, I knew that. Like, yeah. but I, I didn't know. I didn't know he did his music. I thought they were nah, just Hollywood know. friends. But that was that's wild. That's pretty wild little fact. But I in mean, I think we looked it up. This is the first movie that Eddie did the multiple characters. It is uh, the first. Yes, yes. He's he won, the he, he one next to me. I don't believe you can do nowadays. Uh, that's next to my head, which is the Jewish fella. Um, but <laughs> it was, it the makeup's fucking awesome on that man.
3: Yeah, it
2: really is. What really t- tripped me out of like, of course, I, of course, I I knew it was Eddie Murphy, but his hands. Yes, like yes. he has like the old man like varicose vein hands. Yeah, liver spotted. Yep, I dude. was like, dude, how did you, how did they
0: do that back then? Uh, and I mean, so good. It's so like again, like I said, he plays. The straight man and the comedy relief at the same, and I mean it's a two man show, which you know would go on to to uh, Arsenio in a second. But like Eddie Murphy is just, still is, you know, just a comedic genius. Uh, I guess you know he had had the crossroads where he could go with Bill Cosby or Richard Pryor, as he talks about. You know, Pryor talks about in his stand up, and he went with Richard Pryor because he's like, fuck it, man, like I do need to cuss, <laughs> I do need to yeah. say dirty shit and keep it real yeah. or whatever, and like yeah. Respect, man. Much love for Eddie Murphy. From yeah. Be Kind, Let's Rewind. He'll never watch this. <laughs> <laughs> if he
2: does, he'll be angry. Yeah.
3: So, uh, so this is supposed to have been uh, Akeem's 21st birthday, but uh, Eddie was actually 27 when they filmed this.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. I knew he wasn't 21, because he was super young in yeah. SNL when he was on there. Oh, that. yeah. Um, yeah, dude. But, like... I mean, if you guys have anything else to say about Eddie, I know it's kind of, I don't want to go into an Eddie Murphy episode, but like, just, I Uh, don't know, I have so much respect for that dude. Just such a comedic genius, good actor too. I mean, just straight up playing the straight, I mean, I know like, it's a bland character he's playing as a straight man, but fucking, also
2: as a writer too, being on SNL, like you kind of have to be like the jack of all trades and kind of be good at, really good at them as well. And uh, like he wrote like this is an original story like from Eddie Murphy. I think there was another guy that was involved. Uh, There was some sort of like a lawsuit, but I think they settled out of court in it. So he's still but he's still credited as like the main creator of of this story. And it's a pretty damn good story, like in and of itself, uh, comedy to the side. So, I mean, Eddie Murphy's a good like he was a good story writer. He's a good actor. He was obviously an insanely talented, like legendary comedian. Like he this man and he could he sang
0: with like Rick James. Yeah, man. Like
2: behind the behind the helm, dude. Like so he could pretty much do everything. The man is like a which used to
0: be, like you said though, that used to be the box check in SNL. Like you had to sing, you had to write, you had to act, like you had to do it all. Yeah. But to, to your point though, excellent story structure in this. Very good. Yeah. Very good story. Easy to follow. Got, you know, the comedy obviously through it. But yeah, yeah, just
2: super fun to watch. Yeah, it's just a, it's yeah. Eddie Murphy is just a just a, a king. Like, yeah. absolutely. So
3: so so this movie kind of has that fish out of water theme also. Yeah. Like like he's not used to like American uh, traditions or just the way of life um, when he first. So I, I guess we need to back up. He's. He's about to get married. Uh, it's an arranged marriage. He doesn't love the girl. Uh, he's never even met her. So on the wedding night, he asked like, to just go talk to her in the background, you know, behind the scenes, and before he, they get married. Right? Yeah, be, yeah, before yeah. they get married, and he's just like trying to ask her about herself, you know, and everything is just about him. Like she's been groomed she's been to trained. just, yeah. yeah. So he's like, but I would like to know about you. What do you like to do?
1: Whatever you like. <laughs>
3: he starts about like, making her do like this ridiculous stuff like bark like a dog and yeah. hop on one foot and he breaks the fourth wall. He doesn't say anything, but at just how ridiculous it is that arranged marriages even exist, I guess. Yeah and and to what extent women will go to to please the man yeah he just he just looks at the camera yeah dude. Like, <laughs> like can you believe this shit? yeah, yeah. real looney tunes <laughs> but,
0: bugs bunny moment
2: where... there's one or two of those like breaking the fourth wall moments too yeah. but uh like i just want to say if you enjoyed if you admit the wedding scene y'all remember the, like the the dancers Uh, that was that whole scene dude was incredible to watch and i forgot how entertaining it was and i didn't know that that scene was choreographed by paula abdul i can see it yeah yeah dude can we talk
0: about those dudes doing the back like they've got barely anything on their fucking feet doing those back handsprings and round offs and shit landing on that marble floor that sucks (laughs) yeah and, and, then, they,
3: and there was one when they first started. There was one girl that was up front and center. That was she was leading the pack. She had game.
2: She absolutely <laughs> had game. Looks so, like she
0: was a bag, of all right. Yeah. So
2: that <laughs> so you're you're already starting off strong on this movie because you get the eye candy of Zamunda. Yeah. Um, you Get uh, there's there's choreographed dances. There's like elephants and z- like zebras. Yeah. And all kinds of animals, zebras you know. And then in America, <laughs> <I hate it. laughs> zebras. In
3: America. And uh Eddie or Akeem, he he uh he calls one of the elephants Babar. Yeah.
0: Like, yes It's it actually is like uh to just I mean strip the comedy out of it or whatever, it's a real that's a real tell on us as human beings. Like you want what you can't have and that is programmed in us from fucking birth. How dare you? Mm-hmm, so dude. this guy has the perfect life, everything's doesn't have to doesn't have to brush his fucking teeth man or wipe his own ass and like which is weird banging I love my own ass. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> banging hot chicks all the time and it's like he wants to go find what he can't have like he's excited when he gets to like america and like all that mm. shit like it doing a sort of mopping the floor and stuff like he's like stoked yeah. to do it like because it's just such a tale of like us as human beings i don't know why we're fucking programmed that way but envy is strong idea. in us,
3: man. And it's so it is. So he so he talks to his dad, the king, and he gets he gets permission to go on uh, like a forty day sabbatical to sow uh, his uh,
2: royal oats.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> yes. yeah. So it's royal oats, Harry. So he's uh, <laughs> so he's in uh, he's in uh, the office with his uh, his confidants of Arsenio Hall, uh, Simi, his character's name. Let's go and. They're trying to... Woo! It wasn't strong enough.
1: Woo! Uh, so, I said, God damn! God damn!
3: So they're trying to decide where to go to, to find someone that's fit for a king. And they land on uh, New York. Yeah. Uh, also, Queens.
0: Yeah. Also, genius riding. like yeah. The, the yeah, whole, yeah. like... And I like that there's the coin toss moment between LA and New York, lands on New York, then they go to Queens and then Yeah. Um, mm. Who is that uh who's the cab driver that picks him up at the uh, airport? It's Barty by Jake. Is it really?
3: Yeah. Oh shit. I You're didn't I knew I
0: recognized me. him, I just couldn't like put to I was like, Who the fuck is that?
3: Yeah, um, I don't actually I don't know Jake's last name, but it yeah, Barty by Jake.
0: It's by Jake.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> his first name was Bob. I wish he, I wish he would use that accent. He just kind of like he buys tapes. You turn it on, he's like you dumb fuck. <laughs> I'd, I'd have lost a lot more weight.
3: He gets, uh, he gets it. Yeah, so he they are coming from the airport, and Akeem just walks out in the middle of the street and holds up his hand in front of the cab. He's like, hold. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay gets out and just points at You dumb fuck. <laughs> He got and him. then he, and he just smiles that big, Eddie Murphy smile. Oh, I know, man. It's, and uh,
0: then,
1: he, and then, you? then he
2: takes them to Queens. The camera cuts <laughs> and he's dude, like driving them to Queens. got <laughs> like, their
0: luggage everywhere, like somehow crammed in this fucking <laughs> tiny cab. They, yeah. get,
3: they get into the cab and it uh, shows like Eddie and, and Arsenio, they're like getting settled into the seat and Eddie turns me yeah. turns, and goes, What the dumb fuck me." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Man, is, I love
2: it
0: dude it's <laughs> no. like you know when when the uh, when he gets to it, that's what I be mean too like I think you had this in your notes too Leaf is you know obviously the funny scene where he's they've got an insane amount of luggage here right and so they go to the shitty fucking apartment because he wants to live like a common person and yes, their luggage yeah. is outside when they're talking to the landlord who they gotta flash cash to to even get him to open the fucking door yeah right
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And yes. uh, when they come back out, like all their shit's gone. <laughs> like they been robbed see. completely blind.
2: In <laughs> the and place where they are, there's a window. And like the second he closes the door, they go in to get the apartment. <laughs> you can see them getting robbed <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, like
0: later on, they go up. outside and they're all in their fucking garb and like skateboards and like with all these robes <laughs> and jewelry and yeah. shit. So after they,
3: after they flash the cash to the landlord, he lets them in and he's like. He's like you get a we get a lot of uh, bad elements here but obviously you boys came in on another boat.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. I, then then right after that is one of my favorite fucking scenes oh, in the entire
3: movie, dude. Go ahead. I'm so, not to you have it, but it's one of mine too.
2: Yeah. Okay. So they. So he's. He's. They've decided they're. They're gonna look at a really shitty apartment because Akeem, of course, wants something different. He wants a challenge. He's the understory of this romantic comedy, right? Um, is is akeem's like kind of hero's journey he's put he's gone to the shitty place he wants to experience real life like co- not only real commoner life but American commoner so well, like
3: yeah, yeah. and he wants a woman to love him for him and not yes, call the prince yeah. yeah right
2: right which is the which is the main story and so here they are in queens in the shithole and they want a really crappy apartment and this guy's already the landlord just being a total dick <laughs> just like yelling shittiest at him
0: of human beings like. yeah
2: won't even let them in until they show him that they have money yeah.
0: <laughs> and then right then
2: like in the camera cuts
1: hey Stu, your rent's due motherfucker and
2: don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Are you conscious? And the landlord's like, hey, Stu, you're wet,
3: Stu, motherfucker. <laughs> and don't try <laughs> that falling down the stairs
2: shit. <laughs> yeah, you conscious. Yeah. And they step over him. Like, even even like Akeem and Simi just step over him. And, like, and he's just laying there, dude. dude yeah. Like, That's unconscious. So funny. And,
3: yeah. and then he lets a, an unconscious fart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, course- also as i keep shouting out uh, arsenio hall on this his yeah. fucking facials that yeah. snarky look on his face like that he gets through this whole thing is fucking flawless and then he goes from that to like one of the barbershop guys like
2: Pam pound sugar ray robinson the greatest fighter ever live.
0: like could just be an outlandish whatever the fuck like just yeah shout out to arsenio give me a shout. <laughs> let's hang out All I right wanna, us, dude i want to fucking Please. hang out with arsenio yeah but yeah, so anyway, I just that was another thing that stuck out to me is just like the snarkiness of just who he was. and he becomes that character too. I mean, you know it's Arsenio, yeah. but like he just really rich, is that foiled asshole. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah, I, and I think you just mentioned my favorite scene, which is uh the barbershop. Oh um, yeah,
2: right next like, door to where they're where they're staying. When it's when
3: it, it's like showing like an establishing shot. It's just showing like the outside of the the mighty sharp yeah. barber shop, and you hear the the character from inside going you must be out of your goddamn mind yeah
0: he's like <laughs> losing
3: his fucking shit like
0: because they're like getting in these they're, they're around each other all day yeah there's just a fucking old jewish dude sitting in the corner It's fucking the popcorn gallery also played by eddie murphy yep. you just got eddie murphy is a barber arsenio as a barber who's the other dude uh what's that actor's oh, name
2: um i do not know but i know you're talking about there's another guy yeah, shorter, not it's shorter or dude, or yeah. Murphy, yeah like
0: but anyway he's He's in there. Those are the three guys in there. It. And just like, they're just arguing about like, if you've ever been to a, around old people and shit, like it's literally, they'll argue, almost come to blows over the dumbest fucking shit in the world. Or they used to. I think yeah. now, I think we just throw them in a home till they expire. But like back then, they <laughs> would, uh <laughs> they would actually argue with each other. Or they go to the, like, I think here, uh my grandfather, before he passed, he would always go to the mall. And he had his buddies at the mall, and they would fucking get in these stupid ass arguments about how they remember something happening and like or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have the internet to fucking chime in and say, "Hey, you're wrong." So it's like you you take that shit to your to the grave with you. You're like, "I'm right, and this motherfucker's wrong." And there's no way to prove it. You do, yeah.
3: Is is the the first scene? Is that where they're they're talking about the greatest boxer of all time? I think so. I
0: think it's
2: one of the yeah, it's one of the very first things which is you funny gotta, as shit like which is oh.
0: so funny when they uh when the jewish dude brings up rocky marciano like
3: what about rocky marciano like that's, rocky marciano yeah. rocky marciano <laughs> 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 it's so fucking
0: true that's though. day one. he's he's not even he's not even lying man i remember that used to be a thing of the fucking i talked to old hats like you know me like i always like we'll seek out older people and talk sports and shit with them just because i like they're Perspective on what happened, yeah. or their memory,
2: so different. And man. they would all
0: be like, they would all just be like, you know, Rocky Marciano. If he hadn't retired, you know, I mean, he he would have beat Ali. He would have beat. He could have beat Tyson. I know you think Tyson's bad, and I'm like, no, I, you know, I think Tyson's bad because Tyson is bad, and he would fuck everyone up. <laughs> yeah, I I think he's you know, a monster.
3: I mean, I know we're all fans. Of Tyson. He was, you know, when we were coming up, when we were kids, and and we were getting into boxing, like Tyson was reign supreme over Absolutely. everyone and mm-hmm. I, I but i really do think you put him in his prime against anyone else in their prime and yeah and he wins
0: with custom Otto alive Ooh. no one fucking touches him anyway yeah. we digress to our rocky marciano argument but, but they uh,
3: they do actually uh bring up mike tyson in that argument yeah uh, like, what's that new boy It uh, look like a bulldog
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: so funny, man. It's so good, dude.
2: It's absolutely. And
3: one of my favorite lines uh, is from uh, Arsenio, um, in that barbershop, in that argument. They're talking about uh, Muhammad Ali, and they're arguing about should he be called Muhammad (laughs) Ali or Cassius Clay? Cassius Clay.
0: (laughs) His mama named him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right.
3: And and, uh, I told Chris I'm I'm going to design a T-shirt that says "His mama named him Clay." I'm gonna call him Clay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny,
0: too, man. That whole scene, that whole scene, too. Especially if you have any fucking knowledge of boxing, like it's yeah. just it's such a great, well written scene, and, and how, it's again, realistic. How, yeah, and how old hats talk back then, man. Like that's right. How it was. Did, uh,
3: right. Did either of you catch that? It's uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. sitting in the barber chair.
0: I uh, didn't until I read IMDb, and then yeah. I, I knew he looked familiar.
3: And and, his- and that uh, the barber, I think his name is Clarence. Uh, he's not even cutting his hair. He's just—he's got the scissors just like going around.
0: Yep. <laughs> or like even Hakeem <laughs> when he's getting his uh hair cut, his massive haircut. That is yep. just
3: like a little his, his princess mane. Yeah. His,
0: yeah, his little knot.
2: He asked me if I had some kind of weave. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have. used no chemicals, yeah. only juices and berries. She has ain't nothing perm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so again yeah, definitely definitely man like as we talk about this this is what our goal on these type of podcasts man is you when we when you hear us talking about this shit go back go find it go watch it because that's what this is all about man is like just reliving yeah. how fucking funny this is but like
2: and all the stuff you miss whenever you when when you were young right because yeah, like man, we yeah. were all going through it like watching it now you have like a different brain different oh, mind experience like, you, yeah. you, you, you yeah, take yeah, in
0: yeah. so much more
3: and every so. and every time I watch it, there's something else that's funnier to me than the last time. Yep,
0: it, it's. Yeah. I think that's like good comedies always do that, yeah. where where you come back and you have a new favorite line every. Whether it goes into, I don't know, like say, uh, shit stuck in my head this week.
3: Enjoy your remaining years. I will enjoy fucking jewels. I will
0: enjoy fucking jewels. <laughs> I will <laughs> enjoy your remaining years. <laughs> why why that's been stuck in my head for a week or two i don't fucking know but it sure as hell was and it like, and it is one of those throwaway lines in that fucking movie where it's not but i just remember him being like enjoy your remaining years yeah, <laughs> yeah dude this is this when we segue into uh, a nice u.s express story about uh somebody uh randy watson uh <laughs> Randall watson so Shadwick, <laughs> i don't even remember that dude's name he was a super fucking nice guy willie yeah yes and he looked just like this character like the was preacher. it one eye willie yeah the, <laughs> the, the preacher that comes out there and is doing everything yeah. like yeah that's uh and it was one of those two like and then he's i, I guess Shadwick worked with him for a while but as the first time he was like filling in for somebody he's usually on weekends or something and then i just hear i think it was aaron stewart and he was just like ladies and gentlemen mr randy watson such a chocolate and i was like it hit me all at once and i just like lost my fucking shit that he was talking about that dude so this, <laughs> this guy. was like
3: he was kind of a, a a bigger guy and older too right he's probably yeah. in his bit he's in his 50s probably we were in poor our guy we were in our, <laughs> our 20s i guess god but, damn so we so we had we had cubicles and and it was like you know uh, plexiglass in between. Yeah. So you you could see mm-hmm. your you could see your partner over there, and I just remember one time, like, like I was saying, Willie, he was an older guy, but he had this long, massive Jerry curl. Bro, yeah, like, he had his soul glow on. He <laughs> had he had some soul glow.
1: Just let your soul glow. <laughs>
3: but I remember, damn, the funniest thing was I looked over. At him, and I could s- <laughs> I could see my reflection in the glass, and my reflection lined up perfect with his face, so it looked like I had that <laughs> Jerry curl <color line. laughs> on. And I just fucking lost it. Dude, that's what—that's
0: what was great about that cubicle setup. Well, it wasn't great, but what was great for the joke is, yeah. I saw—I could see this dude in my like plexiglass or whatever—and then I just hear out of the blue, like Aaron Stewart would be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Mister Randy Watson." And I was like. Uh,
3: it and, all, then like, you hear, uh, and then you hear and then you hear me like all, all screen
0: that boy good yeah it really did it really is what I heard like and I was just like losing my shit because I didn't put it together it was like you know well, uh-huh. we, we had to be there like 7am or 8am I didn't fucking I was still wasn't awake I had uh-huh. my, I had my w- <laughs> uh-huh. so anyway so this scene is uh, in fucking credible like this whole like f- the fake preacher like mm-hmm. you know Eddie and Arsenio playing like the different characters in this. It's so fucking fun. And it's
2: it's oh uh, plot wise, the reason that Eddie Murphy and uh, and Arsenio are in this scene is they're looking for a good girl. One of the barbers basically is locking up, and he tells them to go to this function that's happening. Yeah. And it's like it's like Black Awareness <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah. I want to tell you. So the, yeah, the barber, Clarence, yeah. he's the one telling them. Like they they catch him. He's he's out on the street, and when I up until just recently I thought they caught him trying to break into a place but he was actually he was closing up his he was own shop. Up there. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he's telling them that you know you can't find a good girl in a bar or whatever and yeah. he's, he's like telling them where they need to go like church or whatever and and this to me is one of the the most subtle but funniest lines and I have to I have to give credit to my wife for, for this because she just out of the blue busted this out just about a week ago where uh, he goes or, or uh, this place i'm going to tonight there's gonna be a lot of good, good girls there that's where i'm going shit
2: <laughs> So <laughs> just slipping so, like, yeah, so,
3: so, <laughs> so last week i, I can't remember in what context it was but yeah. but she was telling me something just like that's what <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do shit <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: where i'm going shit
3: and that's why we work so well together
0: nice. <laughs> so in this scene uh you have uh sexual chocolate mr randy watson performing and watson. they're they're passing around the the tray to, to raise donations and shit for it uh which hakeem throws a makes uh what's arsenio's character's name Simmy Simmy makes Simmy throw a fat wad in there uh, And then you know, which is which is also a funny little plot line because the girl that he sees that he wants to be with, he sees her at this at this function up on stage speaking and everything, and he's like, "I got you know." And then, but her boyfriend is there, in the you don't know early on, but like you find out he's a seedy motherfucker and like, yeah, taking credit for shit he yeah. didn't do, spoiled rich kid, and-
3: played by Eric LaSalle, Which I don't know if you remember Chris, but when we were watching the movie Logan. Uh, he's yeah. a, the dad on that little farm. Yep. I, I leaned over to you and I was like, I was like, that's Daryl from Soul Glow. <laughs> and
0: I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, wait, yeah. who are you? and then i appear for adam
2: nowhere, and i'm like
1: just let your soul go
2: what a great song that was excellent dude it was excellent so before so before akeem meets just i gotta mention this before akeem goes to church and meets the what will be you know the object of his affection for the rest of the movie uh who is obviously beautiful and intelligent and everything he could he could personally ever want they do go to a few bars before this oh yeah which is <laughs> there's a there's a montage that is actually just like i i think every young person that that doesn't remember this time period america needs to go back and watch this dating was always shit it was Dude, always garbage you, you know get a what? montage like,
0: I, didn't, I didn't put two and two together this kind of fucking had to be where they drew inspiration for 40 year old virgin speed dating Man, oh my god dude maybe like it is, the it, scene is oh, the scenes are and it very it has similar. This, and it has like the same type of women and shit in it too like similar like style you know yeah. different like you go through it's just a little updated yeah. but uh
3: like I, I worship the devil
0: <laughs> that's the like once <laughs> <she takes>, like,
3: looks <laughs> like like holding the ladder she's like oh a john of arc yeah i know like, like
0: just burning <laughs> her fucking hand or whatever yeah. like dude <laughs> just crazy
3: and then, and then did you guys notice like I mean, I obviously noticed that Arsenio, Arsenio, was playing like the transgender. But did you know? <laughs> did you notice how hard Eddie Murphy's trying to not break character, dude? Yeah. He was he was holding in that laugh so hard. Yeah, so, he had
2: his ar- Arsenio had his arm around him
3: though. It was
0: like he so, was like, was like
3: dude, you and your little friend.
0: Yeah, Speaking of this, so this shit is uh, I saw again. There was a there was a like dark side of the '90s or some shit it was a, a show on Vice. And it talked about family matters uh, and how Jaleel White, because he had a character where he dressed up like a woman um, and he was like hitting on uh, Eddie Winslow or whatever. But he was talking about how traumatizing it was and how like the black community like rejected him for doing this and like it, he was catching all the shit from it. And then I was like, Dude, like fucking Eddie Murphy did this, Arsenio did this, Jamie Foxx fucking did this, to, like Jamie Foxx took it to a different fucking level with Wanda on in Living Color. <laughs> like with Tommy Davidson like fucking licking his ear and shit to make him break. Like Yeah. Like I was just like, uh I don't know, man. Like that seems like I mean, maybe like the small circle you're in, but like that shit's been in comedy for fucking Decades at this point since and comedy existed. And dude, this movie making wasn't fun of... very far away from Family Matters when it was on like TGIF yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no way. So Wait. anyway, I call bullshit on that. Fuck it. <laughs> so yeah, anyway. I,
3: I, yeah, I call bullshit too. Bullshit. He's yeah, just yeah. trying uh, to play play the victim. Yeah, mm. lick yeah. the um, Shame so... on you. <laughs> but anyway, Direct that bar. That, yeah, Demir killed him.
0: That bar seat is fucking hilarious. So yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, the Arsenio, the Arsenio part of that, like where he plays that woman is so fucking funny, like so. Yeah, good. he has a
2: bunch uh, of scenes in a row in that in this section of the movie where he just like knocks it out of the park with his characters. Oh yeah, man, so they're so sure. good.
3: So, like, <laughs> yeah. So Arsenio, he also plays uh, um the pastor, preacher, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. That that is uh introducing sexual chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does he say? Uh, you might recognize him from the from the "What's Going Down" episode of "That's My Mama."
0: fucking obscure like obscure thing uh, yeah. played in. That's yeah, like his claim yeah. to fame and he's just fucking bad. He's so terrible like singing and but Arsenio
3: yeah. but Arsenio <laughs> in the role of that preacher is so <laughs> goddamn good. Yeah he's he's doing he's doing the old like southern black preacher like oh, it God. runs out of breath. You yeah.
0: know Yeah. <laughs> and he and, and he's uh and, and then they go to the Lord uh, <laughs> he, every like, every scene
2: he's in he wants to preach and talk about the Lord yeah. and he's judging like a beauty pageant. So there's like mostly <laughs> yeah. naked women right in front of him. So,
3: so all these women, all these women in bikinis, they're walking off stage and he clearly like looks at their asses and he goes, Oh, there's gotta be a Lord
1: somewhere.
3: My absolute favorite is uh, when they're later at, uh, at Mr. McDowell's party. And he's talking to the women, that woman about uh, about how good God is. He's like, he helped Daniel in the lines den. He helped Gideon get, get off the island. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's just a character of that one person you all you' all you already know and i mean like the, the black community is is at least at this point in time is like very deeply religious i mean it's not even yeah, a question yeah. okay. and the, everybody knew that one person because i kind of came from a similar background when it comes to how i was raised yeah, yeah. and you know, in this in the deep but but bu- bu- the, bu- the bible
0: bell <laughs> the bible belt yeah, yeah bu- bu-
2: and bu- you just there's this one person that always talks about the lord and it doesn't even matter if it's even if it's inappropriate We'll reference the, everything back to God and, and to into yeah. and, and that. And you know that person. It's and you, just
0: and you always question like their religious morale. Where you are like, yeah, mm. that's kind of a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> like I, you're know, I know, I know you are not telling me everything you are doing. So uh... <laughs> we're just going to. Uh... But this, hey. this is what leads my mother was a saint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth was also a saint. So uh, when we move on to. Uh... I guess this is when he goes to McDowell's, which is a whole fucking funny-ass joke. Yes. The entire, like, McDowell's-McDonald's thing, dude, this is so... I don't know why. This is the joke that made me laugh the hardest when I rewatched it this time. Yes. It's the dancing around the fucking copyright, and him, like justifying it to them outside like talking about McDonald's has the golden arches What I've got the golden
3: arcs yeah exactly (laughs) which which, that's funny because like in grammar I never know when to use arches and arcs
0: that's because no one does
2: Um, (laughs) that's no one does so so Eddie Murphy's character um, follows he finds out the girl of his dreams that he saw at this function is works at McDowell's so him, him and him and Simmy go and they 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 apply for jobs and like yeah you meet Mr. McDowell who's a hilarious. He's like one of the more straight men in this yeah. uh, in the show, but he's so funny. And the copyright infringement joke is also one of my favorites too, Chris. Yeah. Like
0: I cannot get like, enough of it. Th- the little throwbacks too, like <clears throat> later on in the movie when he's in his office and they come in there and he's reading the fucking. McDonald's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this operation manual. Yeah, the operation manual. He's just straight fucking stealing it. Like, fuck. Like- yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's trying to explain to the African, like, immigrants. Like how he's different than McDonald's. It's like they don't yep, care. They're, it's they're direct rip-offs oh, of man. everything McDonald's has. It's so funny, dude. Like ch- he like, chases
3: chases that guy off. It's taking pictures. Like yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, so
0: fucking funny. That again. So that was that was one of my favorite <laughs> recurring jokes of this. Is the McDowells McDonald's it's hilariousness which also mm-hmm. i think this is when when they do get the job this is when you meet louis anderson is in this movie and
3: uh I, I one did, of my I favorites did, i know that's one of the least favorite lines so. <laughs>
0: yep they yeah
2: louis anderson's like <laughs> his secrets to success is one of my most <laughs> quoted My most – anytime I talk about, like, making money or doing anything, I cannot stop referencing this (laughs) fucking scene. I can't. I can't do it. If if me and my wife are talking about, like, all right, we got to pay off this credit card bill, do this and that. And then I'm like, once that's done, that's when the big bucks are going to roll in.
3: <laughs> that's, that's actually what gave me the idea for this episode because Leaf said that a while back, and I immediately picked up on, yeah. on was that, that it that quote. Yeah, god
2: oh, damn, dude, that's... dude, you asked me, dude. Chadwick immediately caught. He was like, "Is that from Coming to America?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Dude, thank Jesus, you know that one, like bro." I use it small, for everything. It's
0: like, such a small role for Louis, too. I mean, he went on to do a lot of things in comedy or whatever, but like, I it I, is. I thought I actually, like maybe he would have a bigger role in this, but he really just has that one gym line. I actually have a a rumored fact about this, and I don't uh, know if it's true or not.
2: Not really sure on this it's
0: podcast. It's true, allegedly. Exactly, allegedly,
2: allegedly, <laughs> the studio wanted one person that was white in the cast, like one person, mm. like they wouldn't do the movie unless they had like a white person somewhere casted in the movie Really? and really. eddie murphy like i said this is you know as uh, so, in my research someone in the comment section can allegedly. debunk this allegedly right uh someone in the comment section can debunk this if they if they find out it's not true um that uh and so eddie murphy chose chose him because he was a fellow stand-up comedian yeah, I say, he and he was, he was also circuit. white yeah, yeah, and he was—he was literally he's one of the most
0: famous
2: Ben Affleck. He's not yeah. Ben
0: Affleck. <laughs> 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 so the fucking chiclets he's got in his fucking mouth, like <laughs> he had a—he had a famous cartoon. Y'all lay off Louis oh, Anderson. Dude, Louis Anderson. Anderson, and he was on a Family Guy joke. I'm Louis Anderson. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: exactly what he sounded like and he was a at the time he was a uh an up and coming uh rising comedian mm-hmm. and again he he had the critical um pigmentation
0: yeah. that was needed <laughs> that was needed for this
2: movie him. so he is yeah so he is he because, is in because,
3: here because Saul the Jew was actually <laughs>
0: Eddie Murphy.
2: Eddie Murphy was, yeah. was actually played by a black guy. Yes, so. I would have. I if
0: I was Eddie Murphy, I would have had a hard sell that and be like, I mean, we got Saul in this. I mean, yeah, what else do you yeah. <laughs> want?
3: What do you want, dude? They're like, we That's want Lily
0: Anderson, and they're like, all right,
3: <laughs> he beat Joe well, Lewis's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so who
2: knows if that shit is true or not, but I mean, hey, I mean that's what that's the rumor hey, so. a, funny,
0: a funny part too like just the uh, the attention to detail in this to little things too Of which is a lot, a lot of when I go back like we talked about earlier go back and watch this as an adult you're going to pick up on a lot of shit I really laughed hard at the fucking mopping thing cuz this dude has never fucking mopped in his life. So he's just rolling the mop bucket around with a with a huge grin on his <laughs> yeah, face <laughs> like he's doing something like it's I don't know that that touch. I was like that's fucking so smart. Like clear so like
3: uh lose the bucket. It'll just make you confused. Yeah.
0: Or, right. or when he tries to uh, when he tries to relate to the dad after the barbershop, you know, they tell him, hey, you know, you got to get in with the dad. And he's talking about the American football game, and it was very exhilarating or whatever. The dad's just like, <laughs> lay off. I'll tell you this once. Lay off. Once. <laughs> he
3: reminds uh, me and of and my had, dad in that hey, scene. And, hey, did, did you guys know that game actually happened uh, this season? I, oh, I can't remember. It was a real and, game? Uh, yeah. yeah, like – even the way that it ended, it was just like Tell how he America? said it. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. We'll have you to really look kicked it Yeah, a game-winning
0: but... field goal, right? Is, like, what it was. It's, it's, I think so. The H. The pigskin. Was- I thought that was, like, funny as shit that he's trying to. Because, like, if you ever dated, man, you fucking know, like, when you first starting to date and you're trying to, like, get in good with the fucking dad, it's, bro, it's troubled it sucks, waters. Dude. And you have, you just have to, like, fail a few times before you kind of get good at it. Bro, nah, looking I'm back at it from the other side, at though,
2: <laughs> looking back at it from the other side, though, it's like I understand. I understand it now, like because a a guy approaching to date your daughter, you know what's going to happen. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you were right? there.
2: Yeah, it's it it, it 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 just it's hard to relinquish that control, right? Yeah, yeah. Of of, well, of your daughter, it's because it's, it's just
0: girl, man. You know, like, it's
2: your little girl, man, and you know what that the guy's aim is. It you, is you know to, what
0: you did. You know what you <laughs> were man. like. Yeah, and
2: you're a disgusting, filthy pig, Shadwick. You should be ashamed, <laughs> and you need to repent to the Lord.
0: To the Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so I understand it from that point of view. I mean, I really, really, really do. Like, that's a, that's a hard thing. Oh, God damn.
0: And uh Is that straight vodka? <laughs>
1: he's like, you liar. I've, he's like, I,
0: I just took a handful of, were those Tic Tacs? And he's like, they definitely weren't pills. <laughs> <laughs> Chase it down with some vodka.
3: This is this are- I'm just mucking around. I've never done drugs. I was pez.
2: I <laughs> was pez. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh. So we can't mop. Chris brought that up, but what he can do is use the mob pandal to beat the absolute shit out of Chattanooga, Tennessee native Samuel L.
1: Jackson,
2: who makes an appearance uh, at one point in time during the one of these McDowell scenes. He
3: single-handedly ruined the phrase motherfucker.
0: <laughs> he did. He did. He can't <laughs> even say it without using his accent almost. I know. Like it's He incredible. just can't. He either ruined it or made it awesome. Also, he does a lot of shit for the Falcons. Like where he's like Falcons really? rise up, but he never says motherfucker in him. And I'm <laughs> like, Sam, like, you know what got you to the dance? Like, why are we getting away from that? So That's true. I'm tired he of him
3: motherfucking Falcons losing every motherfucking game. Yeah, yeah. Do motherfucking they hit, Falcons Samuel.
0: losing every motherfucking game. Put that on the chair. <laughs> Alright, so uh I will say that that uh i I'd, I'd forgotten that he this was him in this. So when I went we rewatched this like a few days ago, I was like, Oh shit like I was really excited to see Sam Jackson walk in there, a little young Sam dude. Jackson to rob I the place. absolutely
2: love Samuel Jackson. But yeah, I also do love, so like,
0: funny. the badass, like, look between, like, uh, uh, Arsenio and then, like, Eddie Murphy, where he knows, like, he's about to just fuck this dude up when he starts to, like, loosen the mop handle or whatever, and he's just, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they make that eye contact where are like, oh. yeah. It
2: zooms in on C- Arsenio's eyes, and yeah. they're like, like mm-hmm. focused and narrow, dude. You know, it's like, about
0: to fucking go down. I was like, that's <laughs> that scene was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was but, a good uh, one. But again, shout out Chattanooga Zone. You know,
2: I love telling people that fact. Like he's actually from Chattanooga, Tennessee. People are
3: like, Rrr. which it's I guess like, is yeah. where we're from. Well, you to... don't know.
0: <laughs> I guess we don't really advertise that a lot. But yeah, we're we, Ch- he went Chattanooga, to Nick Howard, right? I thought he went to Tyner, but I could be
3: wrong.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It is the same point. One of those. We'll do, we'll do an episode on him sometime. Yeah. For and sure.
0: Maybe come on here and be like, oh, man, you guys are from Chattanooga. I don't claim you at all. And I'll be like, yeah, you and <laughs> fucking Usher. So anyway.
2: Uh, <laughs> right. Oh So back to the plot, right? You've got uh, – so he – so Akeem and Simi, uh, get go into the McDowell's to get a job so that Akeem can get closer to uh, Lisa – and uh, um McDowell's hey, daughter who works who works for McDowell's as well, so they're all work together. And uh to catch to catch back up, um she has a controlling boyfriend, so she is taken and an overbearing father, of course, McDowell. Um who's
0: all about the boyfriend because the boyfriend's got so good money.
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And what you start to see here in this scene, this is where the story arc like kind of like, in my opinion, supersedes the comedy um, because the father is really controlling. He's really ambitious and greedy and overbearing. And so McDowell kind of is like planning out his daughter's life. And you start to see that overlay with Akeem's life uh, right. back in Zamunda, right? Like you have someone controlling them. Which is a and good, like- call,
0: good call and good catch by you is, is that that's, that is why. Like you start to see the similarities, like where you're like, mm. uh, okay, like they're both going through the same shit.
2: Yeah, so they they actually have a lot in common, right? Like when it comes to socially, they both understand what it's like to be pressured by their parents to do things they don't necessarily want to do. And they're kind of going along with it and going with the flow. But in the end, they both kind of rebel against their parents' wishes. And that's kind of the reason, in my opinion, the movie's trying to lead you to say, hey... Do your own thing, you know. You'll meet somebody else that does their own thing, and you guys can do your own thing together and like well, figure it out along the kinda way. It's kind of
0: like uh, the, it's the good. It's always hard to do in a movie, uh, without just doing a generic like the. For you to actively pull against, like for someone to take someone else's girl, right? That yes. guy has to suck, and, and in this yes. movie, it kind of is a slow burn on find out that this guy sucks. Like, yes. they do. They drop little hints and they kind of build to it. You know, when he. Ends up taking credit for the money that was donated. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he throws the milkshake yeah. at Akeem. Yeah, he like, slaps, slaps on and it, he goes,
3: and he tells uh, Akeem, I, uh, I, I can respect how you uh, handled that guy. You know, I would have helped, but I had coffee. Yeah, in my yeah, hand. yeah. Exactly.
0: You know? So you start getting, you start getting these little, like this guy's kind of a piece of shit. You know, until it finally culminates at the end. Like or towards the end or whatever, but like so, so. Shortly after this, this is when he gets. Is this when he gets invited to the basketball game? Yeah.
2: He, uh, yes, because <laughs> Lisa McDowell has a sister who is just an absolute whore. Oof. She is loud and proud about it, and so she takes an interest. Yeah. So yeah, Lisa has a a date with her disgusting boyfriend, and <laughs> and the sister needs was coming to the game as well. So uh she needs a date and Akeem comes quickly becomes the target of and This is uh, this is
0: when yeah this is when the uh, boyfriend starts to get the real piece of shit stuff where he keeps making the Africa yeah. jokes like yeah, yeah. he's just a dickhead again. the entire fucking date he's just an so asshole. So to break that uh uh he ends up Hakeem just gets a fucking hand job in the middle of the basketball game.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I mean, who hasn't? Am I right, guys? Like, am I right? Like, in the middle of a fucking game from this? What is he, Lauren Bulbert or whatever? <laughs> it is. It's
3: like, like, like. Uh... <laughs>
2: And it's not copyright. You got to play the clip, dude. Yeah. There's like they're on
3: <laughs> camera. So yeah, I was I was going to lean toward Vince Vaughn getting it under under the table. Oh Wait. yeah, from <laughs> wedding crashers. <laughs> um, so, oh my, go upstairs and ice my balls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that shit, oh god, dude. That shit was but, so uh, fucking funny though. But he stands up at halftime and he's like,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> I wasn't ever sure if he actually <laughs>
2: arrived or not. Like yeah. he was just like I thought, I thought he arrived. I thought he arrived
0: because he's walking away and he's putting the jacket over his junk. But then, like when he's waiting in the bathroom, when the guy, the other yeah. guy, recognizes him as the prince. Yeah. you know. So, he's,
3: so that guy is uh, uh <clears throat> in the Daredevil series from Netflix. He hmm. was he was the uh, the journalist.
0: Oh shit! Oh yeah. my wow. god! Damn. Yeah, nice. Yep.
3: And then uh, what and then this this uh latest season of justified mm-hmm. um he played like a, a bar owner in that also, but cool man. that's a that's another quotable thing. I actually say it to my dog every time I get home <laughs> Um, it, like he rushes up and like jumps and gives me a hug and stuff, yeah. and I'm like I'm like,
1: oh my goodness. <laughs> that's an
2: excellent scene it is an excellent excellent scene
0: but her boyfriend gives him the eye because he's like oh it's just some he he's playing it off because he doesn't want her to know he's a prince or whatever and so yeah. he's like he's just a yeah. guy I met in the bathroom and, her, and yeah. her boyfriend gives that look like like
2: yeah like he was really appreciative of that like what the yeah. hell yeah exactly. excellent <laughs> excellent script writing right there excellent So then they go to um, right after that is the scene basically where the 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 incident with Samuel Jackson happens, and it sort of inspires uh, the boyfriend to um, he was he's talking and saying they telling he he, I guess Akeem he admires Akeem and Akeem is bartending this party because now he's in good with the McDowells after defeating Samuel Jackson saving saving his his business that's
0: all he cares about.
2: Yeah, right. And so he's at the party and uh, Lisa's boyfriend comes up to him and says, you know, basically, I admire what you did and I would to help, but I had coffee. And anyways, you know, see that girl over there. See my girl, Lisa, like she loves when men take charge and basically goes to her dad, tells her that he asked asked her to marry him yeah. and that she had already said yes. And that this was like the announcement of their engagement party, which they proceed to do by the way without her, and like, without knowing. any of her consent or even knowledge yeah, like dude. no clue anything was going on or or any of that just basically t- lied and told everybody she said yes and that goes about as well as you might imagine
0: yeah like that's so. that's such a and that's like kind of when they start to hit it off or whatever you know she's pouting yeah. outside and they go he goes by yeah. the, the swing to like talk to her or whatever but that's that really is like because you think in the movie when it's happening you're like oh shit she's getting married to this dude like you kind of yeah. feel bad, and then you're like, oh, wait, nope, glimmer of hope.
2: Hold on,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: She's really upset, so, yeah, she goes out League to the... course she, of
0: that shit. Not so fast, my friend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls ah, in the fuck laundry it. room. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls him in the laundry room, and basically is just like, yeah, this isn't happening. You don't control my life. And then we, yeah, we see, again, we see the mirroring back to... Akeem and Zamunda and the way that he was kind of treated and just as a side note, I just wanted to let y'all know if you look up Jerry Curl, this guy's the heir to the Jerry like the Jerry Curl Soul Glow uh, Fortune. Like there's there's a picture of him <laughs> from this. <movie.
1: laughs> It's like one of the first images
2: that you get to see. It's actually, it's there, dude. Look it up. I challenge you. Look up Jerry Curl. And like, there's a picture of. So this, like, I didn't
0: know. I mean, obviously, like, we weren't privy (laughs) to Jerry Curls when we were growing up. But I remember my introduction to Jerry Curls was in Living Color. Like, you remember when they were like, uh, it was like a dude working at a car shop or some shit. And he just dumped the oil on his head. And then it, like, did a little bling. And then all of a sudden, like, he had, like, the Jerry Curl. <laughs> and then they had, like, Activator commercials and shit, too. Like, which I laughed my ass off at it, but I had no fucking idea what was
3: going on. You guys re- remember in the, in the scene where they're, uh, they're at McDowell's house, and like the whole like soul glow family sitting on that couch Yeah. <laughs> they stand up and they all got those like greasy runny yeah. spots on the couch it's
1: same scene yeah. that
2: same scene where they ask where where yeah. daryl asks lisa to marry him it's that God. same scene because her parents are all there and everybody's like
0: yay okay now he's got his he's got a shot now yep the goal yeah. has been pulled it's time
3: yep. to he's, score. he's got it he's got his in
2: yeah they basically break up yeah so lisa breaks up with daryl um, of course like who wouldn't dude's like an absolute asshole and of course you know um the Akeem is a is a prince who's just like eloquent and he's well read and he's intelligent obviously he can fight like he's got all of the uh all of the um the pieces that you know all, of them all the want. boxes man except for the fact that he is uh a, a broke ass bitch he's so yep. poor she yep. thinks
0: she, she tries. To, they try to go back to his apartment a couple of different times. Yes, like yes. And when, he, and when he gets there, he finds out like fucking art studios. Character <sighs> has gotten just the the hot tub in front yeah. of the TV, dude. Like, dude. State of the art shit everywhere in there. And it's, it's total,
3: man. It is a total eighties like Bachelor oh, Pad. Like, dude, I yes. want it so
0: bad. It's like I know. <laughs> it's a like. Hot tub, it's
3: it's like everything's like that kind of bluish gray color but then there's like all these like pops with like dude i'm telling you bl- right loud now loud colors neon like yeah. When, yeah when
0: your son graduates college and moves out we're just gonna do that to his bedroom <laughs>
3: let's just, just turn it into the apartment, into from, the apartment coming from coming to america if, anyone, <laughs> if, anyone if, you can, that. if you can figure out how to get a hot tub and a pool table up there then Go ahead. I mean,
0: after, I'll just get one of the Sentinels from a previous episode to rip your roof off.
3: Yeah, and then, we'll, then we'll have the mm-hmm. X
0: Men be contractors and build it back. Be
3: fine. So it'll, it'll be done in a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're efficient. They're yeah. quite efficient. Are,
2: so man. they, so they, um, they, yeah. Lisa and obviously Akim go on a date, and uh, Simi has ruined the entire apartment because they plan to go and have dinner together in Akeem's poor ass apartment. But that doesn't go well because. Uh, Semi, played by Arsenio Hall, is about to ruin the whole entire uh gig by giving yeah, away the secret,
0: yeah,
2: right. So they decide to go out to eat, right? And before before um, uh, Eddie Murphy's character leaves the apartment, he takes all of of Arsenio's money, right? Yeah. All the Semi's Simi, money, money's for
3: God's well, sake, don't take my pocket change. So we yeah.
2: can't, yeah, so we can't cause any more trouble. He stuffs it in the bag, and this is one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie they see two bums <laughs> yes outside and he just hands them this sack or whatever right of, of money just full of money we don't know how much it is but it's a lot because they're rich princes from right. the kingdom of zamunda and yep. so and the two guys are from an older eddie murphy and dan Aykroyd film uh, known as Trading Places, yep, which from, is
3: from 1983.
0: Yep. 1983, right? So uh, uh,
3: five years earlier.
0: Such a, oh my, such an God. Easter egg, man! Like such a it's good, so Easter good. Egg
3: in was this. it? Hey, was this the first shared universe in movies?
0: Probably. It may have been. It I may mean, have been.
2: I so, even
3: so in Trading Places, Eddie Murphy was a bum off the street. These these two brothers were like these rich white guys yeah millionaires um like leaders on the stock ex- stock exchange and they make a bet for a dollar that they could take someone off the street and put yep. them and put them uh, into a position and they would do Probably just yeah. as just as well as a white privileged guy that had grown up in money his whole life yeah mm-hmm. and so the, so they run this one this uh, Dan Dan Ackroyd's character—they ruin his life basically, and they propel Eddie Murphy into this, you know, life of luxury. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Ackroyd find out about the bet, and they flip the script on these guys. And at the end of the movie, they just completely ruin them. So, five years later, in America*, these guys these, are these, homeless now. These two little white guys are yep, yep. So they're like <laughs> on the street, covered up with newspapers. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Do they have the same, have drove, the same, they they have the same names too, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Randolph, Randolph and Mortimer. Yep. And
2: Mortimer. <laughs> yes yeah. so and so like so that now rich prince eddie murphy tosses these two bums from his uh, movie he was in previously the same characters and they look at each other and he's basically like they're not they're arguing you know as they yeah. always did yeah. in the movie and he's just like hey we're back we're yeah. back yeah that's and, a, and uh, they have money again
3: yeah, a, <laughs> don, don amici he's got he's got the yes, lot of money and it's like randolph randolph yeah the other, <laughs> guy, the other guy like sits up he's like i'm still not talking to you mortimer
0: yeah like they do a good job to like get the names in there so you like the people that do <laughs> yeah. know you know what i'm saying i wonder, yeah. if, I no, wonder it's if- also
3: it's also playing the, the the theme music from trading places while yep. showing them
0: yeah i wonder if uh i wonder if like when this was released in theaters like how many people caught that live and like I wonder if it got like a big huge pop in theaters and training. I had to. Like, Trading Places so is a awesome. pretty
2: big comedy, I think. Yeah. We'll have to do an episode on that. that, that yeah. Trading Places, it's an excellent movie before you drag, digress too far, go watch that movie too. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. uh those two actors. It's it's Phenomenal. an excellent yeah. comedy. It's excellent. All right, man. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, yeah. we'll
3: have to check out uh what kind of what kind of uh, revenue that one did. I think I saw this one did like two hundred and eighty eight million. Two hundred and eighty-eight
0: yeah, million worldwide. Hit us with a little bit of boring ass facts right here before we start. We wrap this plot up.
3: Yeah, man. Coming to America, released
2: of course in nineteen eighty-eight, is a romantic comedy based on originally uh, a story created originally by Eddie Murphy you know and directed by.
0: I'll stop you right there. You know what's kind of yeah. fucked up? Till you said it today, I never really. Th- it is, but I never really thought of this as a romantic comedy, like because mm-hmm. the comedy is so good. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, like, usually in, like, the rom-coms, it's, like, sweet, squishy, blah, 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 but the comedy's so fucking good at this, I never thought of this as a yeah. romantic comedy, but it 100% is.
2: The central plot is is comedy romance, Yep. but you're right, it's so good that you can watch it as anything but that. You can almost ignore the romantic parts of him, you know, pining for Lisa, et cetera, et cetera, because there's not... It's it's spar it's sparse throughout. It really does focus on the on the right. comedy aspect more than the romantic, you know, central plot. Right. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this movie, of course, was directed by John Landis of Michael Jackson's Thriller fame. He actually directed Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yep. So this guy was just could not miss in in no, the nine late nineteen eighties. Dude, he was a king. It also stars, of course, uh, Arsenio Hall, who plays Simi. Uh, James Earl Jones is King Joffy and, and John John Amos who plays the Greedy Father, uh, Cleo McDowell. It did gross two hundred and eighty eight million dollars worldwide and was Batman the highest grossing too, comedy of that year. Dude. The highest grossing comedy of that year. So, I mean, it was it was just a titan among movies back then.
0: Yeah, if you do so, inflation, I think inflation roughly is like I don't know, three or four. I could calculate as much. it. Yeah, but I think like it's it, that would roughly be close to like a billion today. Like, yeah, right. And the only wild.
2: other, and the only other interesting, boring fact that I have is it was rumored that Michael Jackson and Prince were supposed to make cameo appearances in the film in a dance off scene.
0: Oh yeah, that would. But been conflicting
2: to... schedules made that impossible. That would have been the sickest thing.
0: I, but it's eighty-seven, I wish... right? So it's like. This yes, is, this is MJ in his fucking absolute prime, dude. Of course he and couldn't they had do him it. On and tour Prince doing everything. Prince was starting There's... to come into his prime, and probably wasn't his prime. I guess this I don't fucking know. I'm not as big a Prince fan
2: either. I don't even know. <laughs> like, I'm not was even Prince sure. Always honestly? in his prime.
0: Did he ever? That was also in the uh, fucking Rick James doc, by the way, sidebar. Uh, him and Prince fucking hated each other because they they toured together, and I guess like that Prince would also do the. Uh, you know, like where you're, you're kind of echoing the audience, like, "Hey, hey like that kind of shit." Yeah, Rick James did that. Uh, or something similar to that and Prince was doing it when he was opening for him and they almost got into like several fist fights over who could do the yeah or the hey or whatever like they were like getting fucking like ready to throw hands over this shit like what? so fucking dumb <laughs> but anyway um, continue continue on with the plot man let's uh, let's start to wrap this one up because it kind of kind of comes to an abrupt halt after the uh, so, so uh, that's was, really it yeah i mean so yeah he doesn't have his money like so arsenio's character doesn't have his money so mm-hmm. he sends the uh was it western union is our what yes. the telegram or whatever the fuck it is like
2: tell it back to the king of zamunda played by james earl jones to get have money
0: a, they have a funny little back and forth there where he's the asking chick. for
3: yeah the, the chick that he saw to was she somebody
0: yeah. she was a fucking great. Comedian in this, though. I don't know if she yeah. was or not, but She played that. I part don't that. know so, like, either. That was
2: great. She was really good. Like, yeah, that was, she was
0: that, funny. That interaction was funny as fuck, where she was just so dry. Like- it's,
3: it's so weird because usually women can't do comedy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that stays in.
3: Leave so future, for, uh, future hats, so hats off to her. Yeah, hats off <laughs> <laughs> to <it's> her. Spider her <laughs> disability. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and so they uh yeah he he asked for more money from the king of zamunda to, and basically says we're in dire straits and of course the whole movie absolutely derails because james earl jones the king and the queen of zamunda come to where they, they are. show
0: up and he starts to see they, little I, I like i also like the uh, plot the or the where Eddie Murphy's character looks down, Hakeem looks down and he sees the rose petals, so he knows yeah. what the yeah. fuck's going on. He's like, shit. He knows. Like, He's like, yes. damn it. Like, all right, he's the, here. Like, the the jig, jig is up.
3: When they, uh, when the, the king and queen uh, first get to uh, to queens, uh, they go into the barbershop and and uh, <laughs> the, the guy's are like, oh, you know, Kunta. Yeah. He lives <laughs> They, <laughs> they,
1: they call him Kunta.
3: <laughs> and, uh, so, so they tell him like, like what apartment he lives in. And he goes up. And at this point, Eddie Murphy or Akeem and, and Sammy, they've swapped apartments right. with the landlord because he wanted, you know, meager. Yeah, uh, so he didn't want to. He not want to tip his hands. To, to the girl. So. <laughs> so he, so they like bust into this apartment, and uh, the landlord's, like in the hot tub with his big cigar. And God,
0: this scene and makes and goes, me warm.
3: He goes, uh, uh, "James Orton's like, you're not Akeem." And the guy goes, "I know that." Yeah. <laughs> Like, this scene,
0: when I was watching it, I was like, God damn, I want a cigar. Like, (laughs) that cigar looks so good. Yeah, I was like, that cigar looks so good, man. Until
3: you you remember how bad it tastes the next day.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe we need to smoke (laughs) earlier in the day, and then the taste will, uh, that won't We can wear it off. Yeah. Yeah, we won't go to
2: sleep with it on our breath. That might help.
3: I'll just, uh. I'll just pass.
0: Shadwick's like, I'll just take a handful of pills while you guys do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and wash it down yeah, with a kettle of Yeah, with kettle of no, look, look, I know. I know. People have their own views. People <laughs> have their own views on Russia, but I mean. Uh,
0: just, is
2: good <laughs> they, make, <laughs> they make good
0: vodka it's very, it's very nice also could not could not find the magic mice clip just by the way
2: andre's comic book cost three ruples.
0: so uh yes so, so anyway so this is like where the everything comes to a head in the movie um yeah and where yeah, they where, uh his uh girlfriend the the owner of mcdowell's finally grows a fucking spine mm. uh you know when when James Earl Jones is talking shit about his daughter or whatever, and he was yes, like, he's like, you finally like start to get a little backbone from him where you're like, okay, this character's redeemed. And yeah,
2: because you know. yeah. he, so he's so greedy. And so, oh, so, so once the, uh, the, the, uh, King of Zamunda shows up, he derails the entire thing. He, he searches high and low for his son. He goes to the barbershop, He goes to the landlord. He goes to McDowell, and there's that, what the scene Chris is uh, referring to is he's basically like, "Where's my son?" And he's never gonna marry a common girl. Yeah. And it was just, he was just here to sow his oats. And that's when McDowell does turn into an actual character. This whole time he's yeah. been kind yeah. of like a like a greedy person, but he's just like, "Hey," and you know he gets offered a million dollars. And, and he's like, yeah, he, and says, he tears up the checkbook,
0: and he's like, "No, nah. he's like, you can't pay me enough." Like, you know he was about to whip his ass. So yeah, yeah. whip, is at, whip, is at, whip, is whip ass. his ass, whip his ass, whip his ass, whip his ass.
2: Exactly. So he's just like, "I don't care how much money you have. You don't insult my my daughter, my you know my family, right. etc." And you're like, "Everyone's like respect." Meanwhile, respect, um,
0: respect, um, <laughs> respect.
2: So it um Hakim obviously is uh he understands he knows his father's there he's trying to keep Lisa away from them but it all un- unravels um when
0: I saw it in your notes too it I it's such <laughs> a okay so this movie a, amazing movie weird but I'm we're going to shit on it a little bit right here only because to. the realism of when that character is so pure when she finds out he's a prince she's like ugh you lied to me or like she's yes. like she's <laughs> pissed off he's a prince I was like he's literally everything that you want probably the only thing keeping you from him was his like meager financial means and now he's got more money than god and you're like yes
3: eh. The boy oh, yeah. his own money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> so it's so we lied to you, right? Like yeah, yeah. See, that's that's a good point. Like Lisa is is just too freaking pure, man. Yeah. and like so we lied to you about like like what do most of us lie out? Uh, Chris Chris and Shabuk can I lie about going to the bar instead of like the strip club where we actually yeah, were, man? Right. This guy lied about being
3: a. That, that, that never happened
2: <laughs> allegedly
3: allegedly allegedly I mean I, I mean if you're if you're, you're doing makeup scenarios let's speak like something else like
0: <laughs> this is
2: just a it's a like, it's allegory for church you,
3: you remember you remember when I hurt my shoulder saving those kids from that,
0: yes.
2: Yes. that exactly from I knew
3: what that ninja attack or whatever it was
2: I will attest that in court by the way so yes, yes I do so,
0: but yeah, so, man, yes. it's, it's just such a weird like. It's such. I mean, I, it needs it. it needs to be there. It needs to be there for like. It, it has to be there for the the way the movie ends, and it set it's yeah. got, it, it sets you up for the fucking the Durbin swap, you know, like so right right. So right. I it was, get it.
3: It's the third act conflict. Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I get yeah. It. Yeah.
0: But just so in it, like in. Everything else was like so realistic in this movie, I think, like when that part happened. And maybe it's just because I'm a chauvinist male pig, but I'm like, Ugh. Jeez. Yeah, that's the that's where the romantic comedy Chick part stuff. really, <laughs> yeah, that's where
2: the romantic comedy part really really kicks in because obviously Lisa McDowell's character is is flawless. She is right, the purest right. representation of pure, uh, incorruptible, yep. and, you know, no flaws at all. And so she sees this lie. Uh, it all unravels when the king gets there, and she confronts Akeem and understands that he is indeed a prince. He's been lying to her. And it all unravels and then you start to see that um you know okay she's not gonna go for it yeah, and yeah like everything
0: gonna... and then then it's like over right now he's, it's he's done for he she says no, she's mad he's lost the you know king's like all right man let's fucking pack your shit and let's go back we got this arranged marriage yeah uh, so they go back uh and then they have the old bait and switch at the end they go back and. You know, they pull the veil back of his bride-to-be and, and I'll be damned. Who is it? It's Risa McDowell. And there she is. And so everything... Oh, it's a Risa. Oh, yeah. A Risa McDowell. Everything's happy again and they have the happy ending. And it's, Yes! Yes! It's it's good times. So, like, I get why the, the you had to have the plots, like you Shadwick said, the conflict in the third act. You got to have that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a great ending. Like, honestly. Like, the way it ends in the... You know, you think they bait and switch you where you're like, ah, shit, like, he's just gonna have to, and then you're like, oh, wait. Hooray! Yeah. And so, anyway, it's, it's fucking uh, it's amazing movie. movie. If Again, if you haven't seen it in a while, go back. If you have seen it in a while, go back and watch it anyway. Because YouTube, sure as fuck, is gonna post a link right beside this episode that'll say, hey, you wanna watch this movie? Because that's what they've done for every other fucking movie we've done. And, uh...
2: <laughs> and they're not gonna pay
0: us. <laughs> yeah, so... they pay us nothing. <laughs> uh, so, um... <laughs> Hell, so, we might all climb on top of our wives tonight. I mean, but
2: you know what though? You know what though? Like we we're gonna have a Patreon like coming soon, so there'll be ways. If you like, subscribe. If you comment, the algorithm will bless us. And yes. once we get all that start rolling, starting to roll in, we can get uh, monetized on this channel. And that's when the big bucks start rolling <laughs> in.
3: <laughs> that's hey, uh, hey I want to know do you, uh, do you guys. Uh, you two and everybody out there, do you want a, a T shirt that says his mama named Clay? I'm gonna call him Clay.
0: <laughs> I, I think they probably do, man. Y'all think I think mean, they do. We'll Y'all we'll, want we'll go and do or it. That's, Let
3: where where know. that's where I'm going. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just that one skirt. also
0: it's just obscure <laughs> ass lines of this. So all right, well let's go ahead and take it over to our Oh, you didn't know? So our Oh, You Didn't Know segment today, I thought that we could just go ahead and go through who is your favorite character in this movie. And I don't want to say, like, actor, because, like, Uh you can kind of cheat uh, with the actor, but the favorite character in this movie.
3: Ooh, I'll go first. All right. It's Clarence the Barber.
2: (laughs) Clarence the Barber.
3: Yeah. It's uh, obviously, it's Eddie Murphy, but I love, like, uh how fast the guy talks because one I can't do that and two everything everything he says is comedic gold. Yeah. Um, He's got that giant toothy grin. And (laughs) and he'll he'll go from like like a fun um you know camaraderie like discussion to
1: fuck you
2: Fuck you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's okay. a comp-
2: yeah. He's a compulsive liar too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And he it's just so loses his shit so easy, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good pick, but, good and, pick.
3: And if I could just throw out my my very close second would be uh, the pastor. Yep.
0: yep. And, and I'll go ahead and go next and tell you that my favorite character is the pastor. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just the just the 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 black preacher it's how good that is and the the shadiness they show in him is like, you know, he's checking out the asses at the strip club or whatever. Right. Oh, that shit's great. So that's that's my favorite character. And shout out Arsenio. <laughs> Fucking want to see some more Arsenio, man. That's all this movie. Yeah. This movie made me like, because I used to watch Arsenio Hall's show all the time as a kid. Um, there's some great clips. We need to start posting them on social media. There's a great clip where Macho Man was on there. Talking about his feelings, uh huh, oh yeah, and like yeah. Hogan was on there. Man, he used to have like all the fucking big stars back then. All the young, you know, the hip stuff for like the kiddos, like we were back then. But much love, Arsenio. Just know, man, this much love, this much kid love, from Chattanooga, Tennessee, still got love for you. So hey,
3: I went ahead and looked it up real quick. Uh, it's it's Reverend Brown, and when he's uh, when he's introduced, Randy Watson says, uh, <laughs> yeah, he played. uh, Joe, the policeman, in the "What's Going Down" episode of "That's My Mama." What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, going down?
0: Like a fucking fart, a policeman. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. All right,
2: Lee Finn, favorite character, right. bro. All right, man. I'm going to damn near make it a trifecta. I'm sorry to say. The Arsenio Hall's preacher. This may be because we're from the South, the, yeah. the buckle of the Bible Belt. But, yeah. Because yeah, it's like, so
0: close. It's so close to what dude, these like uh, these preachers, and not just like black <sighs> preachers. I've seen white preachers do this shit, too. Yes. Like, yes like, it's it's, it's that same, that same yeah, spirit. That, cadence, that, you know, that Yeah. Yes. Brainerd
3: Baptist, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. Like,
0: there's that cadence. There's that. That swag that goes with that, like, thing. So, yeah.
3: and you
2: juxtapose that with, like, you know, the extremely poor area where they live in. Yeah. And it just, he just alludes, everything he says alludes right back to the Lord. And he's in multiple. He's in multiple scenes, and it's like every time, no one's talking about that. But that's all he's interested in talking about. It's so it just hits so hard. It's such a good character. When he's
3: he's on the stage, it shows it shows like a a full body shot of him, and he's he says. but, yeah. but praise the lord
1: yeah this, yes
0: but it's like that's so fucking real that happens man like dude, people really that. i've fucking seen that live people like the, people yeah. in the
2: church actually yes, do do absolutely. talk like I've that see
0: that shit that's so it's so accurate so good god damn it and arsenio come fucking back baby
2: please dude man oh and so my and my runner up though i gotta give it up my runner up dude is uh is the dude who played um the uh the fatter guy? What was his name? That was like Akim's assistant at oh, the very yeah. beginning,
0: dude. When he's singing was, that acapella song, that's exactly what I was, <laughs> was going
2: He's the, actually not my second favorite character. I just want to throw back to when he's <laughs> saying that yeah,
0: the down. queen, the
3: queen, <laughs> queen, queen to be.
0: She's your queen. So fucking good, man. uh so anyway,
3: I want to go on the record as I only had to sit on one note to hit that note.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's because you're pretty loose right now. After Shadow just has like this massive bowl. It looks like candy, but it's just actual pain pills. Which his eyes, rude. his eyes are
2: literally like your. Why? So your eyes are missing Shadow. It's just all pupil right now. It's,
3: it's <laughs> called a, It's called a skittle party.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's called a cocktail party. And educate yourself. Um, so anyway, so like, like we said several times, guys, go watch this, go enjoy it. It's a, it's a fantastic fucking movie. So thumbs up, I believe, from all of us. And with that, we will go ahead and lead into our Norm McDonald. What do you? No, all right, there it is. Our Norm McDonald clip of the week.
2: Cameron Diaz is developing a movie that would take place in the world of Major League Baseball, and she wants her boyfriend, Yankee slugger Alex Rodriguez, to star in it. You can read my review for the film in Norm MacDonald's suicide note. (laughs)